Well, we usually do a girls' basketball preview, or we have the last couple of years, Jen Chick, Ruth, and I, but now we have gone to the bullpen to call in an actual professional girls' basketball talking person. Uh, it's the one and only Lance Legier who's here. He's done the girls' basketball previews, divisions three and four, and uh, two and one are coming up soon. Uh, Jen, isn't it good to have finally have someone who knows what the hell they're doing on the NHSportsPage.com girls' basketball preview podcast? Absolutely. I'm just surprised you, uh, you know, you asked me to be on the podcast in general. <laughs> I, I, I actually, what you know is I, I kind of tricked you guys into basically listening to the podcast early. So, so thanks for that. But yeah, yeah, Lance. Uh, yeah, if you've seen the two previews, which we're going to talk about, uh, yeah, he's he's the guy for the job, and uh, yeah, we're right to be pushed aside. So here he is, Lance Legier, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I, I am very flattered by the comments from both of you. Two legends. Uh, Justin McIsaac and Jen Chick Ruth, but very excited to be here. Uh, very excited to cover girls basketball this year. Obviously, like Justin said, the Division Four and Division Three previews are out. Uh, just thanks to all the coaches, they they were really great. Gave me great information. Obviously, got to shout out Sean Young. A forty-eight minute conversation with him pretty much gave me the whole rundown that's, on Division Four. And the more you talk to Sean, the more you'll figure out that's a brief conversation with Sean. Oh, he said he wanted to beat. He said, "Can you call me for forty more minutes?" I was like, "If you cut practice short, we can beat the record if you want." to you texted dave and i he's like i want to beat 83 minutes oh my so. goodness yeah I, I, i'm not sure you know which waters you're venturing into there but but uh, so so jen we uh i think you nailed all your predictions last year in uh, at least in division four right or was it division three you nailed like every single thing that happened uh well i got all four champions right that's what it was yes so, you know pat on the back to me but uh that was just luck but uh <laughs> I'm not predicting anything anymore. It's all on Lance now, so uh, we can go over uh, his his preseason number ones and number two. I think it's pretty cool that like um, I saw Epping Girls Basketball tweet out saying uh, we're hosting number five preseason the scenic. It's like oh, you know, Lance, Lance is alive. <laughs> look at the look at what you started, Lance. I love it. So all right, so Lance, what, uh, I guess we'll start with division. Let's start with division three because I think the, the division four. Uh, uh, response you got from coaches and stuff was a little more uh, comprehensive. So let's start with Division Three. And by the way, both three and four tip off tonight as we're recording this. We're recording this at uh, about one thirty on Friday, so we're we're just a few hours away from the season getting underway. What's uh, what are you most excited about in Division Three? Uh, Division Three, kind of like I said in the beginning, it's it's all about depth. Every coach was just like, we want to be deep. We want to have four to five players who can score in double figures, and I think that's really going to be key this year. Uh, kind of like I said early in the preview, that that twenty nineteen senior class was just so special. There were so many players that just, they really changed the aspects of the teams that got to the Final Four, and, and those seniors will be missed. Caitlin Boucher, uh, Mariah Chamberlain, Zoe Utton, Amelia Thomas, Gwen Simpson, just players like that. And this year, teams come back just a lot deeper. Um, they say some teams might not have some experience, but they have seven to eight bodies. They can play every night. They can count on a score. And uh, my preseason number one was Conant. They were the number one seed last year, obviously upset by Fall Mountain. That Fall Mountain run was just like a Cinderella kind of run. It was Obviously, they were number four, but no one really saw that coming, them getting to the championship and being oh, so close. They, they pretty much led throughout. One person saw that was Jen Chick Ruth. Well, saw Fall Mountain coming, well, right? Jen knows no, herself. So I had Conant and Paul, oh no, um, and Nanak. Nanak I predicted correctly, but uh, no, I didn't. I didn't see the fall. I I remember last year we we did a me and Justin did a kind of preseason who we thought you know might be some of the contenders. And for Division Three, I said it's all out in the west part of the state, yeah. and uh, 
So I got that right, and it's kind of it's kind of the same thing this year, don't you think, Lance? I guess you could, yeah, pretty much. Conant, Fall Mountain, Hopkinton, Newfound is the top four, and they were the teams that were pretty much in the mix last year. Obviously, Manadnock winning the championship. I have them at six, but they still return a good team. But with Conant, it's all about Elizabeth Ganya. I mean. A junior forward, she she was a key part of that team last year, and she returns 18.4 points per game. I think she's going to have a huge impact, and that's why I picked her as player of the year. I, I talked to a lot of coaches, and they said she's just flat out one of the best in the division, one of the best in the state, and I think she can propel Kona to the top this year. Yeah, I remember uh, last year in the semis, I haven't seen her play in person yet, so I'm really excited to see her this season, but uh, I saw her tweet, and I don't remember who it was exactly, but during the semifinals versus Fall Mountain, she dislocated her finger or twisted it or something, Ooh. and she went to the bench, uh, popped it back in, and was like, I'm ready to go back in, and she went back in. So uh, you just kind of tell she's just, you know, a warrior, what kind of, you know, player she is. So I'm really, yeah, I'm really excited about seeing her in that Conan team this year. She's yeah, a gamer. And Conan, Conan just has such a basketball culture, whether it's boys or girls. I mean, it's uh, it, 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 th- th- those girls. You know, they come up expecting to to succeed. So I think that's part of what makes Conan tick. And uh, especially with Conan, um, they got another piece coming back too. Silas Bernier. She was a great player for them last year, kind of a role player. She steps into that number two option this year. And uh, Brian Troy, he's pretty excited with the team he's got coming back. Had a really great conversation with him and. I think Conant's kind of the team to beat right now uh, if you're a lot of the surrounding teams, but uh, unless number two Fall Mountain has something to say about that. And Fall Mountain, Avery Stewart was so fun to cover last year, Jen. I don't know if you remember her performance. She was just such a great fresh. She didn't play like a freshman last year at SNU. Yeah, I remember um, we mentioned her last year before the championship. I mean, her, her name's Avery, obviously. I've got a, my daughter's name's Avery, so that's going to stick out to me, like, yeah. <laughs> and then here, you know, she's a freshman and killing it. I remember in the championship game, it was probably like, you know, like the third or fourth fall mountain possession. Like, she got the ball and went right at senior Gwen Simpson, right to the basket. And, you know, as a freshman in that moment, it's just like, okay, all right, you know, you know, she's a gamer. So, yeah, I'm excited for her to see what she does in her sophomore season and, it's a lot to ask for her, you know, as a sophomore to kind of be, you know, that number one scorer. But I think she's ready for that challenge. All right, so uh, take a look at who you have in the in that top four, Lance. Uh, well, one of the teams that sticks out to me is Newfound because they have what three starters coming back, and and from a team that went to the final four. And so, is Newfound a team that can maybe? Upset the party for someone, make a little noise? Oh, most definitely. Paulina Huckins, is, she's only a sophomore, but she's legit. I mean, she's going to be a great uh, player for them. Honorable mention as a freshman. I think everything's going to kind of key around her. But um, with that team, they, they have a lot of pieces they think they can really work with. Uh, three freshmen will be coming in the rotation. And if they can get that youth to kind of develop down the road, I think Newfound, anyone in that top four can can do it. Anyone in that top ten can do it. D3 it's all about depth, like I'm saying. I think Newfound's got some depth, especially with some young pieces. All right, so who's the, who's the team maybe we're looking at as a dark horse? Because your top ten, uh, if people haven't read it yet, it's Conant, Fall Mountain, Hopkinton, Newfound, White Mountains, Monadnock, Newport, uh, St. Thomas, Guilford, and Campbell. Uh, is there someone, uh, like, when I, when I, Guilford has such, I think Guilford's like a volleyball dynasty year in and year out, and, and usually at the lower divisions that kind of translates into good basketball players, but is, is Guilford a little bit down this year? And, and since I'm a Seacoast homer, uh, where, where does St. Thomas fit into the mix here? <laughs> well, first talking just about Guilford, it's really all about Shelby Cole. That's what uh, Hall of Fame coach Rick Forge was telling me. Uh, it's just a lot of the teams, a lot of the Lakes region's teams, they said Guilford. I mean, 
he thought they're not returning much, but a lot of the opposing coaches think they could be that team that sneaks in there, especially on the play of Shelby Cole nearing that 1,000 points this year. She's one of the top players in the division, and Guilford might be that low, low-seeded team, but along with St. Thomas, like you say, um, they're just going to be a depth kind of team. I think St. Thomas is another team that could sneak up on people. Um, just with the team they have, and that was just another team that people were pointing out. I was kind of asking, who's the dark horse in this division? And St. Thomas, uh, from what their coach uh, PJ Sanborn said, they were they were seven and eleven last year. They missed the playoffs, but they they started out the gate hot with the, when their seniors were playing. They won their first five or six games. They, no, they won six of their first seven. Yeah, actually, and once the injury bell came, they kind of fell off. But St. Thomas is a team. They lost two seniors, but. Depends if that team, if they stay healthy, they, they could be a team that can pre- propel to the top. Yeah, and it, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is Scott Courier taking over Interlinks? Is, is that the same Scott Courier that used to coach the Newt Boys back in the day? Or? Believe so. Yes. Yeah. So he's a he's a real good coach. Very so maybe, good coach. Maybe look out for them to, to to be a dark horse as well. Anybody outside the top ten you can see like make, making a run here. I mean, outside of the just, top ten, I is mean, it just top heavy, so it'll, it'll be tough. Uh, Ray- Raymond's a consistent team. Uh, I think they could they could be something special. Possibly uh, nine and nine last year. They just lost to Interlakes by two points in the playoffs. Obviously, Berlin is a team that could get in there. Don Picard, very special coach to me from the North Country. Got to rep my North Country. Um, <laughs> Don Picard <laughs> is say, one of the best really coaches in the division. About <laughs> <laughs> How could you not, Lance? I, I had to, but and, um, and one of your players to watch, McKenna Balderrama of Berlin, is that Seth's little that sister? Is Seth's little sister. Right. She is a player. I think I didn't have her in my my uh, first or second team All State conversation. She was right on that cusp, but from what Don Picard said, she was missed dearly in that Belmont game, uh, out with a concussion. But she had 18 rebounds wow. against Belmont in the regular season. They beat them. They go into the playoffs without her. They were up 10 in that game. They lose it right in the end, but I think McKenna Balderrama is going to be a special player uh, for Burrow, and obviously Kaylee Perry uh, coming off an honorable mention kind of season. She's a player. Second team All-State for me. She's a very crafty kind of guard. I think uh, she'll have a good season for them, but got to show love to my North Country. Berlin might be that team. Maybe get a first-round upset. The Mountaineers. Do you know I wrestled in that gym one time? That Berlin gym? You really wrestled? We had, yeah, New England Championship Wrestling. We had a show there uh, in that gym. And uh, Chris Harvard, Chris Nowinski, who now does all that concussion research, that was one of his. Uh, yeah, Chris Nowinski wrestled there too. You've wrestled everywhere, McIsaac. I pretty much have. Yeah, it's yeah, all across the state. Is that the gym uh, or the uh, place where they thought it was real? That, that oh, a different oh, place. Absolutely no, absolutely. It was there in Laconia, were the two places where they, they, the most people thought it was real. Yeah. And and the little yeah. the Littleton Opera House, they, they they got into it as well, but. But Berlin was a fun place to <laughs> wrestle, but I've, I've taken it off the rails here already. Uh, <laughs> of course, we're already going off track. I'm not surprised. Why? Why wouldn't we? So, uh, all right. So, um, Division Four. You got uh, the, the, the. By the way, the Division Four preview. I think. Yeah, you know, sometimes um, when you're when you're a big time player and you, you get you know you've been you've had your spot for a little while. And, uh, you know, things are, you know, you're, you're comfortable in that spot. Then a young kid comes along, and all of a sudden that young kid makes a little noise. This is, I think this Division Four preview was a shot across the bow of Dave Haley because he just got in his comfort zone writing his previews, and then, <laughs> oh, Lance is going to write the previews, and then, bam, Lance comes through with a 58,000-word preview of Division Four girls, and I think that might have woke up Dave Haley a little bit. But oh, I'm sure. I, I got to test him a little bit. <laughs> he knows he's on the hot seat. I mean, we just talked, but. He doesn't know I'm going for it. He doesn't know I'm going for his position. Big time. Well, he's the owner, so that would be something else if you could if you could knock <laughs> off his position as owner. But uh, Division Four coaches. Does he say 
all the time that Lance going to take over NH Sports Page One Two. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's maybe it's sooner than we think. <laughs> coup, de, <laughs> coup d'état early on, but it, it seems <laughs> yeah. like you got a big response from Division Four coaches, Lance. And, and of course, I mean, just looking back on the Division Four previews that Dave wrote, the North Country, all those teams, they love it. Uh, Division Four as a whole, they they really support us, and I'm. I'm not that surprised that that was, at least right now, the most viewed preview for me so far. I mean, just so much support from those coaches. All the conversations were great with them. And I think Division Four, obviously near and dear to my heart, um, I think it's going to be a fun division this year. Yeah, and Jen, you loved Colebrook last year, and uh, I think you loved Littleton a lot last year too. But uh, it looks like Colebrook is the team to beat. Yeah, I would think so, especially with Sage Smith. Yeah, I was high. I was high on Littleton, um, and they they did win it, so I think I was justified with that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, same, same same with Lance. I'm really high on Colebrook this year. I kind of fell in love with that team, you know, after the uh, game in Farmington. Um, yeah, that was an incredible game. Sage Smith went off, and yeah, I think uh, Lance was definitely. It's it's funny. It just it's all north one two Colebrook two Woodsville three Groveton Little. It's all it's all North Country basketball right now, you know. And then that's really that, and that's no shot to the southern part of the state because those teams that fill five six seven eight nine and ten, I mean they're they're going to be some legit teams. And Newmarket for me was kind of that team. I was switching them around with Littleton, switching them with Messinic. I just didn't know where to place that team because. There's rumors out there. Obviously, they got some transfers from Dover, uh, a six foot and a six five forward uh, for Newmarket. They're going to yeah. be two interesting players. They're actually sisters. Let's talk about that right off the bat because I think you're going to you you might be doing a Newmarket game early on here. Yeah, Newmarket Sunapee next Friday. We're going to do a boys and be girls doublehead at Newmarket or at Sunapee. That is at Newmarket. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so the uh, the girls you're talking about specifically, Lizzie, uh, Lizzie and Lena Nicholson. Uh, six foot sophomore and a six five, six five freshman, six five freshman. That's, that's insane for Division Four girls. Are the, that's, these, I, so are these the transfers from Dover? These are the transfers from Dover. Are they related to Julian Nicholson? I could not tell you on that part okay. because these two players did not even come up in my initial conversation. Really? Um, with uh, the head coach for Newmarket, that being Megan Averill, but um. They didn't even come up. I had to ask because Sean Young was telling me, "Yeah, there's these two transfers," and I've asked other coaches, and they got to say they were just saying we're going to see when we play them because we, we really don't know. But I just sent her a quick text and I was like, "Is this true? Did you get two fran- transfers?" And she said, "Yes." <laughs> Still getting to work with them. Yeah. Um, but if they develop into good players, that front court is very scary to face. Newmarket's kind of that dark horse team for me right now if they pan out. One of the things though about being six five and being fourteen years old is uh, yeah, it, it's that is tough. you just you just don't know how to be you know what I mean like it's tough like walking up the stairs let alone like getting your footwork correct on defense and, and I'm just saying in general who knows maybe maybe uh, Lena Nicholson you know is, is is advanced beyond her years but I mean that could be a bit of a project and and, and to say nothing you know and for Lizzie Nicholson to be the sophomore the six foot tall. I mean, you've 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 seen it, Lance, you know, and my you know my I have a son that's a sophomore who's like about five eleven, and sometimes he like trips over his own feet. So it's I can't imagine being six foot five and being a, a freshman in high school with you know with you know that that's a challenge to you know it's a it's a good problem to have. Oh, but very. It, but it's a challenge to kind of grow into your own body. I mean, I think. It's just going to be interesting to see. I mean, obviously she's young. It's varsity basketball. It's a different pace. But obviously if she's coming from Dover, might have a little bit of experience with right. some high-level play. 
it all depends if it works out. And obviously, like you say, she's 14, she's 6'5". Right. She's probably still kind of coming into her own a but, little bit. But if she can play 10 minutes a game and just block shots and rebound, forget about Put game. her in the middle of his own, and yeah. there's not many D4 teams that will get a shot over. They're going to have to <laughs> chuck up three-pointers, and a lot of coaches don't like chucking up three-pointers. So, right. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how that team pans out. I think Newmarket's going to be dangerous if that front court comes together. Jen, when you played at Co-Brown as a 6'5 freshman, what was that like for you? <laughs> A 6'5 freshman point guard. We'll put I, that out there, too. I wish, yeah. I was a 5'8 point guard, and I was tall. For Are you sure about that? Basketball, so. <laughs> yeah, so I was 5'8. Okay. Five, you might seven, just be lying. Four, you might maybe. just trying to be nice. If you're five eight, I must be six one because I'm like a head taller than you. So I don't, I don't know. Oh come on, come on. Okay, maybe I'm tricking. I don't know. I'm getting old. So I think Newmarket is uh, is the most maybe interesting team. I and uh, you know just as far as what could happen, right? Oh, for sure, because this predicted order I messed around with. So many times. It's just, it was that new market team that was causing me trouble, and I think six six or five would have been a good spot. i put them at six, but that's an interesting team. Looking over their schedule, a lot of these southern teams play against each other. That's why I think they're just going to be a little bit lower because in North Country there's some, some teams that Colebrook, Woodsville, Groveton, and Littleton have had no problem playing against. So I think the southern teams will kind of clash and they'll fill in, but new market, if that front court pans out, they could propel right to the top and they can make a deep run. Uh, come time for Plymouth State. So you're, and if people again, if people haven't read the, uh, first of all, go read the preview if you haven't. It's oh, got like, most definitely, it's got like 1,200 views. <laughs> first of all, so you've probably read it. But uh, Lance's predicted order is Colebrook, Woodsville, Groveton, Littleton, North Country bias. Uh, then Messenic. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Wait till oh, I get to Spalding, Isaac. Wait oh, till I get to Spalding. How dare Amber Breakfield's gonna have a breakout year? That's what I'm telling telling you right now. Anyway, uh, then New, uh, Messenic, Newmarket, Hinsdale. Farmington, Sunny B. Dairyfield. So I think everybody agrees the North Country dominates Division Four. Um, what? So we like Colebrook to finish first. What? What? What do we? Uh, what do we like about Woodsville? Uh, Woodsville. They return a pretty good team. Uh, they're bringing back uh, Olivia Sarkis and Emily Press. Uh, those two dominant players, uh, Sarkis, uh, first teamer last year, Press the second teamer, but they also. Got a transfer this year, which uh, Russ Wilcox was very excited about, Gracie uh, Kayser. Uh, she's from Lisbon, so she's coming over to play. She was an honor- honorable mention recipient last year at Lisbon, and uh, he th- Wilcox thinks that she'll fit in real nice with that trio right there. Did, did Sam Natty approve that transfer? <laughs> I don't know. Sam, Sam Natty's got transfers on the boys' side, too. We had a little chat in the fall, so I might, I might have to give him a call. I don't know if Sam Natty's okay. too happy about that. So. Okay. Sam Natty, by the way, won a golf title with the Littleton golf team. Did you know that he coached the Littleton golf team? Well, every time going to, Li- oh, he coached the Littleton. Golf. Yeah, because when I went to Lisbon, he has his name all no, no, over no, the he wall. Te- golf, he teaches but... at Littleton, yeah. which in Littleton's like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Littleton like that's everybody's rival in the North Country, right? Oh, they're, yes, they're most like definitely. The, the Pinkerton of the North Country, 100. percent Coaches basketball at Lisbon. I said, how does that work? I mean, I, like if you coached at Spalding, you would then coach at Dover. How does that work? <laughs> I mean, Sam Natty is a man that can do anything he wants to, and whatever he sets his heart to, he will go and accomplish. So, shout out Sam Natty. If he's not listening to this, we might have to have a chat. Shame so on, shame on we'll him see. if he's not. Uh, Groveton uh, is in the top. Tell me about Groveton. Uh, Tim Haskins, really good coach, long tenured there, uh, supporter of ours. Um, Nadia Davenport, a junior guard. I refereed a scrimmage for him in Gorham this Whoa. summer. Got a little sneak peek at that team. And just to put a little plug in for Gorham, they were not happy they were not mentioned 
in the top 10 or outside the top 10. Gave me, gave me a little beef for that on Twitter. So they're using that as, mo- <laughs> as motivation at practice. Head coach Joe Cassidy, very good head coach, said thanks for the motivation, Lance. So we'll, we'll see what happens to Gorham. But uh, Nadia Davenport, uh, Tim Haskins sees her having a real big year. She's kind of been developing – uh, for a little while now, but like I said in the preview, a player's junior year is kind of that transition year. Are you going to be something, or are you just going to be that role player? And he thinks Davenport, uh, she's going to take that next step, and she could be the leading scorer on this team and a very tough player to stop in the North Country, I think. All right, Jen, have you gotten a chance to check out what's going on with these North Country teams? or uh, what, are you, any, any, uh, any, any insight there on maybe Littleton? Because I know that was your team last year. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sure Lance has more insight on Littleton than I do. But uh, one thing I do, I, they did lose a lot. Uh, but one thing I do remember, uh, me and Lance were in the locker room. Uh, we were getting ready to interview the girls after they had won the championship. And the coach was talking to him, and he, he said, he was, you know, giving his speech, and then he goes to the returning plays. He goes, just remember, you know, we don't rebuild, we reload. So uh, <laughs> I, I think they 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 think they're going to be right there again, and I, I expect them. You know, all those North Country teams, you know, you know, basketball is kind of king, but uh, Littleton's always that program that's there year in and year out. All right, so Lance Littleton, you expect him to be right there in the mix despite graduation losses? I mean, very big graduation losses. Laney Hadlock not coming back, Lexi Walker, Madison Dumont, and obviously Gabby Levitt. She was tremendous in that championship game. That is four, that's four of your five starters, but the starter that returns, the key piece, Jasmine Brown. I mean, she was just that complimentary kind of player for those four. Did everything the coach asked, needed to hit a shot, she'll take it need to move the ball around, play good defense. Jasmine Brown was kind of that do-it-all player. But uh, Dale Pryor, he thinks she's going to be the offensive leader for this team, along with her sister Hannah Brown. She'll be another piece. But uh, Littleton hit with the injury bug a little bit. Nicoria Johnson not going to be playing as a stellar sophomore. Started playing Gorman as, as a freshman. She, I thought she would develop out well, but she will not be on the court this season. You never know with Littleton. They might just have this one freshman just come up and go off. You never know. I mean, he was kind of... Not down-talking the team, but not telling too much. You can kind of tell uh, Dale Pryor, really good coach. Uh, Littleton, always in the mix. I think they're going to be in the mix again. Okay, so uh, oh, go ahead, Jen. I'm sorry. I was going to say, Justin, isn't it nice having a professional on the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's what he's talking about. It's great. (laughs) Okay. I don't don't know what I'm talking about ever. I just fake it till you make it. Yeah, but this one's all behind the camera, so I'm I'm so glad uh, Lance has stepped in. so, going down the line with Messinic, I, I wanted to ask Lance this, but I'll do it on the podcast now. What, just because you talked to uh, Sean Young before they exist doesn't mean you had to put him at number five. No, no. I was no, no. process about putting Messinic at number five. I was, I was a little surprised by that. Uh, no, I mean, I think Shelby Babin, a uh, really good player for them. Sean Young thinks, I mean, Sean Young... Sean Young is Sean Young. We'll put it at that. But he thinks he's got a good team coming this year. Shelby Bowden going to be leading that chart. And Elena Johnson, uh, another young guard for them, a junior coming in this year, deemed her one of the quickest guards in the state, end quote there. But, um, no, I think Messina can kind of be that team in the south that takes the charge. Farmington, obviously, Katie Martin not coming back. That's a huge loss for them. Chloe Weeks will be good. But I think Messina might be that team in the south that might surprise some people. I put him at five. Gave them uh, a goal to set out for them, and we'll see if the Vikings finish there. I, th- I think Messinic is going to be a good team this year. Just just because I talked to Sean Young for 48 <laughs> minutes does not mean so, there's any bias. Just 
You can talk to Sean Young, and at the end of the conversation, you can be convinced Sean Young's team could beat the uh, beat the Lakers this year. So the Phoenix should be Division One after that conversation. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's why we love Sean. He's so high on his teams. He's uh, but, but yeah, but it's. Uh, they should be right in the mix. That would be fun. I mean, it, it's Sean Young's a hell of a coach, so it, it, he should have that program, you know, in the mix for a title uh, sooner rather than later. And and they went to Colbrook two, two consecutive years in the playoffs. So that, I mean, that's kind of tough. You're seeing Sage yeah. Smith and Samantha Howe. Uh, we can talk about them a little bit. Definitely want to touch on Sage Smith, but. Uh, that's tough. I mean, I think if Messina can get some regular season victories, looking at their schedule, not the toughest, uh, should have some tests in there. But if they can rack up some victories, they were nine and six last year. Uh, I think they can be right in that top five, Jen. So, don't. Uh, I- I'm not playing uh, favorites here. Well, let's put it at that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad you clarified that. Thanks. Thanks. It was really laying down my content. <laughs> a little bit on Hinsdale. So they had a prep transfer. It looks like one of their uh, one of their. Players are expected to shine as a junior? I mean, Angelina Nardolillo, she is the real deal. Easily, if she would have stayed, I think Hinsdale's number one. I really? think she's that much of a difference maker. I'm sure Jen will agree. She was such a complete player for them. Uh, a very tough loss, but, I mean, Hinsdale, they have Delaney Wilcox returning. And they, they got a, a, some trio of guards that I think are going to play really well. Megan Roberts, uh, Olivia Pendulenin. I mean, I think they're going to be good. Delaney Wilcox is going to lead the charge. If she can step up and they can fill that void, Nard- Nardalillo, she produced a lot for that team. But I think Hinsdale, they play solid defense. They can they can be a team that can surprise some people. Where did uh, uh, Nardalillo, am I saying that correctly? Where did she end up going to prep school? I didn't, I didn't even really look into that. I mean, okay. I know Sean Young said I tried to kind of look her up. I mean, we could look it up right now, but I couldn't really – find anything but I know she did transfer out that was kind of the rumor I remember we talked uh, to their head coach right after the state championship game Uh, he said it was kind of on the table and it was a good move for her uh, she's going to be a great player down the road. Oh, she, oh, this okay. I remember her now. She's this is a girl that got to a thousand points as a sophomore. A sophomore, yes. <laughs> so that that tells you something. Uh, easily would have been player of the year. Uh, Hinsdale would have been right at the top, but uh, losing crazy. her they, it knocks them down a little bit. But I think. Um, like one Division Four coach said, if, the, if they can kind of those guards can step up for Hinsdale, they can kind of fill that void. They're kind of being overlooked right now. Obviously, losing Nardalillo, everyone's like, "Well, that's a game I think we can compete in." But I, I think uh, Hinsdale can be pretty competitive. All right, so Seiko's bias time. Uh, tell me a little about Farmington. Obviously, uh, Katie Martineau now playing at uh, Keene State, uh, already getting some good minutes there. Uh, she was, you know, the, the program's all-time leading scorer, so that's a big loss, but. Uh, Don Weeks has her daughter Chloe coming up, and it seems like she's going to be a heck of a player. So what do we expect out of the Tigers? And uh, the Tigers, uh, they're, we put them at eight, but uh, I think they're a team that could easily re- be right in that top five kind of mix if they have the season that they want to, if it pans out. But Chloe Weeks is going to be leading that roster. She'll kind of have to handle the ball a little bit this year. Not a true point guard on that team, but along Chloe will be Jacqueline Peasley and Joey Stevens. And, and Don Weeks, is she's excited about that trio. She's having... Uh, some good visions with that group early on, but uh, Farmington's got a tough schedule, so that might put them a little back, bit back in the standings. But if they can prevail through, uh, Farmington, led by Chloe Weeks, obviously Don Weeks, a heck of a coach. We want to get out to that gym. Farmington was such a, a fun gym to be in. I don't know if Jen agrees with that. I'm sure she does. Oh, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'd we love need, to, we get to get, out, get there out there for that. But I think the Tigers... Uh, they're, they're a competitive team. I think defense is where they're going to have to kind of l- rely on. Obviously, that main scorer, Katie Martin, not being there. Such a, a pure player for that program last year. Obviously, they were 17-1, second seed in the division. But 
if Chloe Weeks and company can do some things during the regular season, uh, you never know that quarterfinal kind of range. They can get an upset. They can get there, get a home game. That might be pretty important for Farmington. Here's how uh, here's how good Katie Martineau was last year. I said uh, to uh, you're probably going to yell at me for revealing this, but I said to uh, Adam Thurston, the boys coach Farmington, it's like Katie Martineau, she get minutes for you guys. He's like, she would have been my sixth man. Like, like <laughs> no, and by the way, by the way, no hesitation. No hesitation. That's not a shock. I mean, when we saw Katie Martineau play, she is the real deal. Obviously, foul trouble in that game. I remember I was watching those highlights back just a few weeks ago just to kind of see that team. And, I mean, they were just so fun. But she fouled out to end her career. Very unfortunate. Fell to the hands of Colebrook, uh, preseason number one. But uh, I think Don Weeks is going to have a competitive squad this year. Uh, They're going to be pests on defense. A very physical kind of team. Very forward-oriented uh, is what I got from my conversation with her. And just a quick quote from the preview. Two players are 5'7", everyone else 5'9 and above. So that might be a, a pretty big team for Farmington if, yeah. they, if things pan out, if they can get Chloe Weeks to kind of go into that point card role. I don't know if she's comfortable with that or not, but uh, if she can still score and facilitate, uh, Tiger, Tigers could be dangerous. And so uh, one, of, one of the teams I wanted to get your comment on was uh, I think Epping is going to be pretty intriguing because Andrew Martin is coming over from UNH – uh, as an assistant, and is going to coach the Blue Devils. And uh, uh, Maureen McGarity, who's the head coach at UNH, at UNH, does such a great job. She, you know, Obviously, if you do a great job, you have to have really good assistants. And so uh, I'm guessing, not having, not knowing Coach Martin's resume, but I'm guessing he was a pretty good assistant to oh, be able he to. Was, I mean, I, I looked up his resume before yeah. we even talked. I mean, he was unreal. He is such a, a smart coach, and I think he's going to change that program for the yeah. better. If if I did a top eleven, I'd have them right at eleven. I mean, I think Epping is, they can easily be in that top ten. The- I mean, I think they have a great team. Uh, Oakley Lustenberger and Haley Pelletier. I think they're going to lead that team uh, for the Blue Devils. And the goal: get top eight, get back to the playoffs. We want we want basketball, playoff basketball in Epping. Is that that's what Andrew Martin but told me? Epping's had a lot of success with girls' sports lately. I think the softball. T- I should know this because I called the game, but it was in May. They either won the championship they or won. they were in the championship. Yes. Yeah, that was the game that went to like 13 innings or something ridiculous like that. But yeah, but generally in a D4 school, you play one sport, you play all of them. Yes, and so, that, that's the precedent pretty if, much all throughout the yeah, division. All so, these all these names, they're pretty good athletes in other sports right. as well. So if you got athletes, you should be able to have success, and if you have a good coach at play. So maybe not this year for Epping, but uh, certainly on the come-up. Oh, right? and I, I definitely think Erica McLeod uh, is another player that he spoke of. He said she might be our best pure scorer on the team, and... I think if Lustenberger and Pelletier can kind of lead that squad, they're seniors, they kind of know what they're doing. And especially when he was talking about Oakley, such a great IQ. Says she's like a second coach out there for him, and I think that's going to be key. But Andrew Martin is definitely going to turn that program around. I think easily if Epping has a successful year, a coach of the year candidate. I think Andrew Martin's going to be that impactful. He's definitely a good coach. Woo. Yeah, I'm throwing out claims. I know. <laughs> I'm g- and then we're going to listen to this back, and if I'm wrong, everyone's going to be like, why would you see? Yeah, no, I'm no, ready you, for it. you gotta so. throw, you got to throw out hot takes. Oh, that's all. Have to. Got to be uh, a little feisty early on. I'm still new. So. Uh, you wanted to circle back a little on Colebrook, uh, Lance. I know, and I know, uh, Jen, you you're, you uh, love that team as well with Sage Smith and uh, Samantha Howe, and I think you've got uh, Mackenzie Scherzer on your second team, Lance, so – Talk to me, uh, both of you, talk to me a little bit about Colebrook and why, why they're so much fun to watch. I mean, that, that 2-7 game we covered in Farmington, they came in as the underdogs. They had beaten Farmington the year before. Same kind of scenario, they got it done. Sage Smith, easily the best shooter in Division Four. I mean, she can stroke it. She is 
such an unreal score for that team. And I think her play, she's only a junior. She did it as a sophomore last year. I think her play is going to elevate a little bit this year. And Samantha Howe, right along her. Uh, obviously, in the end, she might not make that first team, but she Samantha Howe is a first-team caliber kind of player. She was a key piece. I believe they combined for, can't even remember that score. I'll look back for nearly almost all the points in that ball game. I believe, when they played Farmington. They, they were... The sophomore duo, I called them in that game, Sage Smith had 35. I believe Samantha had around 14, 16 points. But uh, that's just going to be a fun team. And Mackenzie Shearer, she's just going to be that defensive specialist, that hard-nosed player that, that's going to carry Colbrook. If, if she's on, she's going to take the best matchup every night. Uh, Sage Smith and Samantha Howell will have some legs later on, and I think they're just going to be a fun team. And they got two freshmen who started as eighth graders last year, Ariana Lord wow. and Sierra Riff. I mean, Ariana Lord is a center who is about 6'2", and – I mean, if she can tower over and develop a low post game, that's going to be scary up north. And Sierra Riff, uh, Steve Cass, head coach, a great head coach for Colbrook, looking for her to be a little bit more of an offensive threat this year. Obviously did it with the defense as an eighth grader, but this is just a fun group. I've been high on them since we went to Farmington, and uh, it was a tough toss-up between them and Woodsville because both returned so much. But Colbrook's my preseason number one, and I'm going to ride with them for uh, as long as we can. So. All right, Jen, you were really uh, enamored with that team as well. I I was, and uh, I agree with everything I said and nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> such a great intense breakdown of Colbert, but uh, I'm excited to see them. I think we'll try to get them when they come to the South, and maybe uh, we'll see how it works out. But, like, I, I know we always do the boys Colbert Groveton that Saturday afternoon game, so, you know, maybe, maybe we can do the girls game. I that think day, that, 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 that would be a fun matchup. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, wow. I mean, uh, you really got uh, got this stuff covered. I think last year, Jen and I did all four divisions in one podcast. We'll have to do divisions two and one in a separate one because uh, my man Lance has got it locked down over there. We're trying to. I mean, obviously, division four, I know a lot of these girls just from when I was in high school. I mean, some right. of these girls were freshmen and sophomore. Now they're older, yeah. and it's just so crazy. I remember. Yeah, if, you guys, if you guys didn't know, Lance is 19 years old and he's doing it. Are you? 19 or 20 now? 19. 20, 20 June 19, 21st. Yeah. So, so oh. he's a little bit younger than Jason Tatum, right? <laughs> Me and Tatum are kind of on that same level, but yeah, I mean, in, that, that's a different discussion. In the same kind of shape, too, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> But um, just uh, I remember just one thing on Sage Smith. I remember my high school team was we were doing the doors for a fifth and sixth grade travel team. Sage Smith was in sixth grade putting buckets on other little fifth graders just around the <laughs> North Country. I mean, Sage Smith, <laughs> I have seen this girl play since she was in middle school. Uh, she is legit, and I, I think she's an easy player of the year candidate. Uh, there's definitely multiple throughout the division, but Sage Smith, she's the real deal. And uh, if she can have another year like last year, Colbrook's going to be right in that mix. All right. Well, uh, where are you guys looking at for your first uh, girls' games uh, of the season for NH Sports page? Have you figured it out yet? Or? So next oh, Tuesday. I'll let Lance announce yes. it. Yep. Very excited about <laughs> this one. Taking the hour drive. Preseason number one, Conant, hosting preseason number two, Fall Mountain. That is going to wow. be a spectacular matchup to start off the year. Obviously, they get to see each other early, and I'm definitely banking on them seeing each other late in the year. Uh, those are two teams that are going to be right at the top. Conant's going to be that team like we talked about in Division Three, but Avery Stewart and Fall Mountain, Elizabeth Gagne and Conant, that's going to be a fun one to cover. Jen, you're going to the Pratt on a Tuesday. You must be fired up. Yeah. <laughs> I Googled it. It's an hour 40 from my house. So, oh, my uh, goodness. Conant and Fall Mountain, I, uh, I hope you appreciate it. But, uh, no, I'm really I'm really excited about going to it. I, I only get to the Pratt since, uh, like, 
2015 because I used to live in Keene, so you know, right. Kona used to be half an hour away. So I haven't been there in a while. The one thing I do ask of opponent administration or AD or whoever, just carve out a little space for us. Because I remember <laughs> the last time we went there, I was like hitting elbows with parents <laughs> to go next to me. It's a, it's a great gym, but it, it's uh, it can get a little tight in there. So maybe just carve out a little space for me and Lance to uh, do the game. Give my girl some room to work, would you? Come on, what are we doing over there? That's... Yeah, I don't. I don't need to be uh, taking people out with my elbows. I got sharp elbows. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't seen. I've seen Jen mad. Not a lot of people have. But when when Jen gets mad, it's you want to be in another room. That's I bet all. Jen in the low post as a five eight point guard was very. Scary oh my god! Yeah. Oh yeah, my she, gosh! Get, <laughs> chest in the ball, throwing elbows. I would. I. And on, I'm bigger than her, and I would not match up against and her. And on defense, she had all the tricks. She had the pinch. Oh, she had god. the like the you know the take out the one knee. You know, from behind. She was behind. that player that all the yeah. like if you went to an opposing gym, they'd all rag on her. Because oh, she was that. She was that tough. <laughs> tough as nails. Jen I will not confirm or deny any of these claims, but I'm just glad that I think all the tapes are destroyed of my game. So. <laughs> I'll find one somewhere. All right. So uh, so if you're listening to this tonight. Uh, Jen Chick Ruth is going to be doing camera for Nesson for UNH hockey. What? 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 <laughs> yeah. So check out Nesson oh, franchise. Do you know which camera you're going to be on yet, or you find out when you get there? Yeah, I'm going to be on. If you really, you really want to look for me, I'm going to be on the glass uh, by the glass on the left side of the uh, so camera. When, so, so when they go into the corner, that's Jen's shot. She gets all the good shots. Yeah. And uh, so that's be, me. You got anything going on tonight, Lance? Or are you just watching the Celtics? You know what I'm doing tonight. What are you doing tonight? Watching the Celtics. <laughs> Celtics Nuggets. Jokic coming to town. Marcus right, Smart's ready right. to play. All right. Doesn't and, care about the oblique. I, I won't talk about the Celtics. I know. So, if you follow me on Twitter, you see it enough. <laughs> so, and by the way, Lance and I are uh, the, the super, uh, the uh, the mega powers explode. Lance and I are going to be calling one of the games tomorrow for Southern New Hampshire. I forget which one. I think but, we're doing the girls. I think me and Bob are Bob Lippman. Are doing the boys, and you and I got the girls tomorrow. Yeah, so so, so the uh, Southern New Hampshire women taking on uh, New York Tech, and uh, Meg Nolmeyer coming into town for uh, New York Tech. Player to watch. So Pick that'll be f- out. so Lance and I will have the video cast on uh, SnoopPenman dot uh, or on the Any Ten Down Network. First then, time we're ever in the wow. booth together. That's right. Yeah, and then I slide okay, over. Have you guys ever done a game together? No, no it's one. the first time. And then Ooh, I slide over to radio for the men's game, and Bob slides over for uh, the men's game on the video. So. Uh, so Lance gets to work with uh, myself, and then he gets to work with an actual professional in Bob Lippman. So that'll be a lot of <laughs> so so that'll be a lot of fun for Lance in the second game. So uh, look, <laughs> but, I don't know. I'm looking forward to game one. I think we're going to well, work well together. I think yeah. we're going to have some fun. Absolutely. So we'll tweet out the links and all that. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll we'll, we'll circle back in uh, uh, in a bit for uh, for D two D one. Yeah. No, I think Dave and I are going to send out an email to coaches today. I'm uh, going to start writing that because. Probably aiming for a Wednesday D2, uh, Thursday D1. That's probably when we're going to release them. Because I know Dave's got the D4 boys Tuesday and D3 boys Wednesday, I believe. Wow. A lot I of got that right. So we got a lot of content coming this week. But, um, a lot of content. Just if D4, D3 coaches listening, uh, just make sure if we can stay on top of statistics, that'd be great. Uh, I believe I gave everyone my email that I talked to. So just email Jen Chick, Ruth or I. We'd love to get the stats up. That was something big. That was big for us last year. But I'll make sure I send out a little text or email before uh, games get going tonight. All right, Jen, Lance, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, we'll be back with another uh, podcast in the next week or so. Until then, we'll see you at the games.